This is Uninvited Company, a podcast where we tell you ghost stories, urban legends, and all the spooky shit. Hey y'all, so today's episode is going to be a little bit different. So we said that we were going to get back to some ghost stories, right? Because we've been kind of like hitting on different things, the sleep paralysis, you know, from we're keeping a, episodes an eclectic ago. mix. Yeah, I do like the episodes that we've been doing. I like that it's been a little bit different here and there. Um, but so today's my episode, Rachel, me, hello. We don't ever introduce ourselves. I want people to get to know my voice. Okay. And know this is me. So. This is real. This is me. This is me. So we're going to do, okay, so it's going to be ghost stories, but with a little bit of a twist. So I'm not just going to do one, I'm not going to focus on one story per se. We're going to have a couple different things sprinkled in here okay so today today's i'm so excited is going to be haunted antiques and if you disclaimer is disclaimer is that the right use of the word i don't know sure here's just a psa PSA. um i love antique shopping erica um and i don't have any worries about buying antiques nope i collect all kinds of things and rachel will not no, her, her and our mom literally go antique shopping all the time. She buys what I would say you Majority buy most of everything Majority of my furniture on. in my house was pre-owned. Yeah, like either, either on Marketplace yeah. or from antique shops. I mean, she collects typewriters, like all the all the stuff. Can I tell them about my recent find? Yes. I went to an antique antiques show. It's one of the first ones I've oh. been to. Do, do you bid? No, it's oh. just like, it's like a... Kind of like a holiday market kind of thing where a bunch of people come together, but it's not a oh, store, so okay. it's it's not permanent. Gotcha. Um, and this antique show had things that were like old, old, so yeah, no. like before no, the you. 1900s. Oh, hell no. And so everything was expansive. Um, but I found this one booth with a lot of barometers, and this British gentleman was the one that owned the booth. Oh, fancy. And he was telling me about all these barometers and things, and he had this collections of things called weather houses oh yeah the and weather so house. the weather house it's this teeny teeny tiny little cottage looking thing and it has figurines that you'd see in like a cuckoo clock or something that pop out but the figures the one that i got there's a lady that's dressed in like a sundress and thing and then there's a man that is dressed for cooler weather that has an umbrella in his hand and so if the lady slow it's like it's not a pop out kind of thing it's like they'll slowly come forward based yeah, on better. what the weather is and so if the lady's in front that means it's drier climate and if the man comes to the front of the house that means it's more humid so you can tell what the weather is going to be like for sure it's that's really cool for sure that's like the only thing i've seen you own that i'm like okay something could so that has a story if if there's something with it they've just been chilling <laughs> with me so oh my far gosh. They and don't really she care. keeps it in her room isn't it in your room still yeah it's on my desk oh my gosh no 
It's so cool, though. You should. I have no idea how old it is. That's the other thing. I have. You should do some research no. into it. Yeah, but it's so cool. The little the the guy with the umbrella. It's... Yeah. So that right there tells you how different we are. I would never. I the only thing I've ever bought from antique shops are cameras because I'm a photographer and like I do have a collection of cameras. Um, that's the only I feel thing. Like that's more haunting though, because imagine the images it's seen. Maybe, but they're images that have been captured and have moved on. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I've never, ha- I've never found a camera that sells film in it. That might be something a little bit different, but yep. yeah, no, very, very different in that respect. She loves antiques. I say no. And I, I'm going to tell you a couple reasons today why I am just not a fan of antiques. I, ha- I will say I have gotten better about buying things off Facebook marketplace because shit's expensive these well, days. And re- reduce, reuse, That's recycle. True. Yes. Yes. I will say some furniture I have. Like, I'm, I'm more likely to buy furniture and, like, redo it or something like that. But we are going to talk about a piece of furniture today. Okay. That has something. I will, I'm manifesting right now. I will not be phased. And I will continue to go antique shopping. That, I mean, that's not my goal, you know, to, like, stop you from antique shopping. I'm just going to tell you some stories. Okay. Tell you and Let's everyone. Hear it. Okay. So, first, we're going to start off light. Okay, we're not going to go straight into anything dark. We're going to talk about something light that I think you particularly are going to really like. So we're going to talk about the Haunted Antique Shop. That's literally what it's called. Cute. Um, The owner, her name's Corinne, I believe. Um, Corinne Kenner. Uh, I love the name Corinne. Yeah. I've met a couple Corinne. I might refer to her as the owner um, throughout the whole thing because it just might get confusing. But yeah, I wanted to shout her out. Corinne Kenner. Um, so she owns the hand, the the haunted the haunted antique shop in Deland. <laughs> <laughs> your hand, you're holding your hand right now. I'm just very excited to tell this story. <laughs> it's like it's like dinosaur hands, <laughs> where it's just propped up, okay, hanging slightly. So, this is in Deland, Florida. Okay, mm, Florida. Yes. So I'm gonna tell you about it, and I want to get your opinion on okay. if this is some somewhere you'd want to go visit. So the owner, she originally bought the shop as a place, like it was already an antique shop when she bought it, but she kind of just saw it as a space to do creative writing because she's an author. So just with expenses and everything, she was like, okay, like this would be a fun side thing to run a shop, but it kind of was slow. Business was a little bit slow. So she's like, I'm just going to use the back office and I can do my creative writing. And when people stumble in, cool. It's like a side hustle kind of thing, right? On the main street in Deland. I love that for her. I know. That sounds so quaint. Like the beginning of a Nicholas Sparks novel or something like that. Mm. Kind of. So <laughs> so she, she'd previously written books. Um, she kind of was wanting to do something different. The, the, the shop had other plans for her. So previously, she had written books on tarot and astrology. I love that. I know. I, I want to meet this girl. I, I know. Um, so those were the books she had previously published and, but she was like, you know, I want to do something different. So she just thought this shop was going to be a good opportunity to kind of move on from that. No, that's, that's not what happened. So, um, she's also pretty sensitive to the paranormal. Like she, she can kind of sense when spirits are lingering or when they're attached to certain objects. She does certain practices that I'll talk about here in a minute. So she's like very like spiritual kind of i mean she doesn't call herself this in the book but what i would kind of call like witchy you know witchy is its own genre now yeah yeah not dark or anything like that she's just very in tune 
after owning the shop, she realizes, okay, there are definitely spirits lingering here. You know, she she did end up putting some of her books that she had published on tarot and stuff, like, in the back. She didn't really want to super display them. She was in a new place. She didn't want to come across as, like, a witchy person, basically. She didn't want to be... She didn't want the, t- the town to be like, okay, who is this chick that just rolled well, into because town? because the history of witches has always been a negative thing yeah. from yeah. people who don't know anything about it. Precisely. So... And she's like, you know, this is just not something I want to super display. But she went ahead and, you know, put her books in there and she just was like doing her thing. Well, she decided to just fully embrace the shop for what it was because of just fully knowing that there are spirits still there. And she just wanted to see what would happen. So... She created a space. This is, um, I'll talk about it a little bit, but she, it's an old house. It's one of those things, you know, like in Tennessee, a lot of older houses are turned into businesses. So it was started off as an old house, right? So one of what used to be one of the bedrooms, she designated as its own tarot reading space. So there's a a table in there. Like she just was like, okay, I'm going to I'm going to embrace all of it, put her books on full display, started doing research into certain objects. And by research, I mean, like, when she first gets an object coming into the shop, she likes to get a feel for the object first before doing any actual, like, Googling or anything like that. She wants to see Mm -hmm. if she can feel anything from the object first. That's how tarot works, too. You're supposed to listen to your intuition of the card before figuring out the meaning if you're still, like, new. Yeah. At it. Yeah. So yeah. so she uses certain things like spirit key pendulums. P- pendulums? P- pendulum. Pendulums. Pendulum. I mean, it's spelled like it should be pronounced pendulum. Like a, a pendulum. Pendulum. Okay. I mean, if you want to say it like a yeah, Spirit way. key pendulums, astrology charts, and tarot readings for gaining insight into an object's past. And then she does the actual research. If, you know, there's a lot of objects you can't find any research on solid research on but certain ones that she can find actually like where the origin is and whatnot ends up matching what her that's cool like astrology charts or testing her abilities Yeah. yeah so she just she leans right into it and it's super cool so that's just a little intro into the haunted antique shop because i thought you would really like her as yeah. a person kind of how it came about so on to the spooky shit Starts out, you know, items, of course, the typical items would move in the middle of the night. She's a shop owner. She knows where everything is. Obviously, yeah. you, you you come in day in, day out. You, well, even you know just, where things I are. I mean, the store I work at, if I saw something out of place, I would immediately yeah. know. Yeah. Um, so items would move in the middle of the night. Lights turn off and on on their own. Um, she would be in her office in the back and hear the chime from the door. You know, like a lot of stores have that to let you know somebody's come in. It would go off, she'd get up to go greet them with a smile and no one would be there. On the more quiet days, she swears she would hear horses and wagons on the street. Like, like back old in- Old timey? Yes, very old timey because her shop is on Main Street. So that would have been, you Where know- Where is this again? Deland, Florida. Fl- Florida, yes. yes. It's 45 minutes away from Orlando. Oh, this is why you wanted... Oh my gosh. We were literally talking about going to Harry Potter World just before this. Because um, we've been talking about it for a while well, about going back. We went... My senior year of high school, we went to Harry Potter World in December and it was awesome. Yeah. I say Harry Potter World. It's just universal. It's universal. But, but we're it, going for Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, going for the butterbeer. And so it's been, you know, 
over five years since we last went. So we yep. were talking about going again, and now I know why. <laughs> yeah, I brought it up right before we started recording because I looked it up, and I'm like, D-Land is 45 minutes away. So, And by that time, I can get normal rates as a, a rental driver. car driver because I will be 25. Hurrah! So, like Hurrah. I said, like I said, I just... I just want to put that out there in case this is like somewhere you'd want to visit because it sounds like your kind of place. Because the Main Street, because her shop is on Main Street, that is, I believe, what the original street, the very first street yeah, of the Main town was. Yeah, Main Streets are always the, the um, in like downtown. Yeah. Like central areas. It's kind of, of what started cities. the town. Yeah. Um, so she'd hear horses and wagons, or she feels like she could hear horses and wagons, which is like being transported to a different time, which would not freak me out at all. I'd be like, oh, this is... But yeah, you hear about residual hauntings, where which aren't... It's not an actual intelligent spirit there. It's just the past, kind of. Well, everything has energy. Yeah. And if you've... Like, we've, we've literally mentioned this before, or I have. Water has memory, if you learned from Frozen 2. <laughs> yep. And, yes. And there's water everywhere. So yeah. buildings have memory. I just, yeah, towns yes. have memory. So cool. So in the shop, she thinks that there are at least five spirits that live there that are just there constantly, not necessarily okay. attached to objects, but are previous residents um, of the house when, mm-hmm. it, when it once was a house. So the house was built in 1921. So whole decade or a whole century ago math math and she fully welcomes these spirits she's not creeped out by them she's like this these this was their home before it was mine Mm -hmm. you know kind of second home so she welcomes them she's very clear about not accepting malevolent malevolent what is the word malevolent malevolent evil malevolent energies. I don't use that word on a Okay, well, I wrote it down, but I just wanted to say maleficent. Evil. She's not... She's very... Malevolent? No, it's malevolent. Malevolent? (laughs) Are you good? It is. I gotta look... Malevolent? Yes, that's what it is. It's another name for evil. I am right. She has to Google it anyway. Oh! Yes. Ma, like M-A. It's malevolent. Malevolent. Okay. Okay. So. You learn something new every day. I'm glad I could teach you something. Even though I couldn't pronounce it right the first three times. So she never accepts items into the shop that have a dark history, mm-hmm. a dark energy attached. Um, if she feels anything negative, she's like, nope, I don't want this in here. My shop is light. I totally commend her on that. I think that's awesome. I mean, obviously we talk about dark stuff and light stuff. I'm into all of it. I mean, you know, that doesn't super freak me out. Stop watching my hand movements, okay? I'm a talk. You're shaking the whole couch. <laughs> I get excited when I talk. So she's, yeah, she's really clear about wanting light energy and friendly ghosts. If they're friendly, they are welcome. Uh-huh. Um, she has a rocking chair that sits by the fireplace that will start rocking on its own. And she thinks that it's the original owner Lucinda. I'm not sure why she thinks it's her. I mean, it obviously could be any spirit, but she feels like... So Lucinda and her husband James were the very first owners of the home in 1920. And I think she read somewhere that Lucinda really loved her rocking chair. And that's where she spent a lot of her time. So she calls it Lucinda's chair. And she said anytime she sees it rocking, she'll say, 
hello. Or when she leaves the shop, she'll look at the chair and say bye or something like that. So she considers the spirits her friends. They have dowsing rods. I thought this was super cool and would be an interesting thing. Like if we're going to Orlando, why we might want to stop by this place. They have dowsing rods and other ghost hunting items that they leave by the front door for anybody who wants to do their own paranormal investigation. (gasps) That's cool. Throughout the store. So it's just a little just know, a little case yeah. of stuff and you can just grab whatever. They also welcome paranormal investigators after hours if you want to book, you know, a specific time, but if yeah. you're just wanting to walk through the shop and like hold some dowsing rods, they provide that. Isn't that huh. so cool? I would totally do that. They have EMF readers and all that. So Nice. I thought that was super unique. Lots of people. Many 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 people have reported hearing a man's voice in the back of the mm. shop where she believes like the, the kitchen would have been, or the pantry kind of area would have been, the kitchen area. Her own daughters have heard him many times and it's always the same deep voice. They'll hear him clear his throat, like <clears throat> kind of like, hey, I'm, mm. I'm here. <clears throat> or they will literally hear someone say, hey. And not, not, hey. not the creepy, raspy, like, hey, or anything like that that you would think. They said it's very clear. Hey. Hey. Like, he just wants you to know he's there. Yeah. Which is, this is very different from what we've kind of talked about before. No one knows exactly what happened to the couple, um, you know, but the owners are positive that both of their spirit, their, yeah, I can't talk. <laughs> both of their spirits are still there daily i love that for them they found a home yeah i think that's really cool 100 years later they're still home that's why i'm like if the ghosts feel welcome and they don't feel threatened or anything Mm -hmm. i mean they wouldn't be there in whatever plane they're in if they had a choice i feel like maybe yeah i don't know i I think there's a majority like they're obviously stuck and that's probably why so many of them are so upset all the time maybe but maybe they don't have unfinished business and they're just like you know this was our home and they just are fine sharing it with the living and just letting you know james is like hey beetlejuice yeah yeah but he should they're just fine yeah as long as they're acknowledged from time to time i think the happy so they have a cabinet This is not the cabinet I was referencing earlier. We will talk about that later. They have a cabinet in the shop called the Cabinet of Curiosities. Oh. I feel like I need a Cabinet of Curiosities. That makes me curious Doesn't that sound so cool? I want one in my office. They keep all of their most haunted items in this cabinet. Imagine... Um, like the wardrobe from the Beauty and the Beast or the Narnia wardrobe. That's what it looks like. Oh. Super cool or I want a curio cabinet with glass mm-hmm. where you can see inside. Okay. I saw a girl's video on TikTok today where she made her own like curio cabinet with um, only, what is it, lithium glass? Oh. Which you it turns green under UV light. Oh. And so she got LED lights that are UV and she put it on the inside of the cabinet and it's bat it's remote operated mm-hmm. and so as soon as it just looks like kind of clear like a little bit green glass but then as soon as she turns it on it's like neon green oh fancy and it's antique that's cool she's Isn't that cool she's combining like modern and antique yeah together. well lithium glass is antique oh it's just it's got that in it i gotcha 
I'd never heard of lithium glass. Look at that. I I, you taught me something. I'm, yeah. Okay, you continue. I'm going to double check that it's lithium. I can't continue. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot continue telling you a story if you're not looking lithium, at me. What is lithium glass? Yeah, lithium glass. I was right. See? see, it like turns uh, whenever okay, it has so UV light presented in it's, front of it. It just looks super modern. It looks like it looks modern neon paint or but something. But it's just regular old glass that people used to use. And so it just fancy. barely looks green tinted without the lighting. But so then fancy. whenever you get the light, it turns neon. Nice. So even though she's really clear about not having anything negative... The, the cabinet of curiosities does have, because it's not, there's no glass or anything. You have to open it to see what's inside. Okay. Mm -hmm. It does have a sign on it that reads, quote, open if you dare, caution, extremely haunted. Reminds me of the Annabelle episode we did. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Um, which I think is smart, because even though you don't think that there's anything mischievousy in the cabinet you want to you want to make people aware even the skeptics i mean at least you have a, a sign you don't know what's going to happen if you open this cabinet you've been warmed so inside this cabinet objects will constantly rearrange themselves oh there is a doll <laughs> it's always a freaking doll there's always a doll there's a doll who will literally smile sometimes when the oh, cap... Oh, hell no. <laughs> when the cap... Erica, I wrote in all capital letters, hell no. <laughs> I can't see the screen hell right no. now. <laughs> it will, yeah, it'll oh, it'll smile when the cabinet's open. And um, one other doll, it's it has one eye. And people swear that it's one Ew. eye <laughs> will follow them as they walk around the room. You know, portraits... Um, yeah, like in Haunted Mansion. Yeah, that you sw well, those were actually following well, yeah. you. But it's just the, the illusion, you know, that somebody's eyes are following you. People, it just means they're a good painter. People swear that this, this doll's one eye will kind of just <laughs> watch there, them. One of my college professors has this dog named Sugar Bear. And he lost his eye just Aww. before I graduated. He, yeah, he had oh, to no. get his eye taken out. So now he has one eye. Oh. He's cute, though. He's kind of scraggly looking. <laughs> the owners also will keep water and cookies for guests lit next to this cabinet due to the amount of people who have felt sick after opening it. Eee. Do with that what you will. She says there's only been one. I don't know. I don't remember reading um, if she, how long she's owned this shop, but she said there's only been one, quote, unsettling experience with the cabinet two women opened the cabinet and immediately smelled something foul like <gasps> like death and the owner's daughter was working the store at the time so the owner wasn't in and the daughter said she could smell it from across the room D there was nothing in there it's not one of those cabinets that has like nooks and crannies it's very much like what you see is what you get there's nowhere that like an animal could have crawled in and died or anything Ew. like that and the smell by the time the owner actually got there there was no smell everything it was completely gone she thinks that the it doll pooted <laughs> that's your opinion did you know you can keep your farts in a jar okay I saw I saw a reel about that, and I don't even want you to. You can. I don't even want. You made me lose my spot. Um, no. So she thought 
Dolpoots. She thought that um, the nasty smelling spirit was actually attached to one of the women that came in the shop. <gasps> Ew. Yeah. She said that that's never happened before. And she said constantly people like, what are they called? Not guests. Patrons. Customers? Customers who will come in. She can sense that they're bringing spirits with them that are attached or stuff yeah that's so i would never want to know if i walked into her shop and she felt something attached to me i would i would not want to know i'd say keep that to yourself i don't know maybe she could help you with it Uh, maybe but she yeah she they never smelled it again but i feel like we all know what nasty foul smells mean well yeah it's never good it's not good okay so something else i thought you would really like most of her staff are psychics and oh. they think, they all think that there's multiple spirits living in the cabinet. This right here is one of the many reasons that I do not like buying antiques. Because, yes, she keeps multiple items in the cabinet, but like, are these spirits attached to the items or are they attached to the cabinet? Have they like called the cabinet home? I don't know. It's kind of boring. Why? Out of all the things you could attach yourself to, you're going to pick a piece of furniture? Well,. You've never I can understand a bed, because that's where you lay. Maybe for a know. lot of your life, but like a cabinet. I don't know. So one example of an object that they have tried putting in the cabinet many times, but this object has made it very clear it wants to be left out. Is can can you guess a kazoo? <laughs> it's. Okay, I'm going to tell you what its name is, and you can tell me what you think it is. Haunted Charlie. What is it, like a bear or something? It's a doll. (laughs) It's a doll. Charlie. Haunted Charlie. Okay, however, Haunted Charlie does not look creepy like the Annabelle doll. The Annabelle doll is like a raggedy Ann looking, like it looks creepy. It just looks like a little baby boy. Like a little baby boy doll. That's it. He's kind of frowning. Okay. Like, he kind of looks like he's seen some stuff. But, like, he doesn't look creepy at all. So, he's just sitting there. And his arms and legs were made so that they can, like, move freely. That's not like a porcelain doll that's stuck in a position. So, you know what that means. When they could move freely. Charlie's first night at the shop. The shop owner positions his little arms to rest on... Um, he, come, he came with a wooden chair when she got him. Mm-hmm. So, she positioned his arms to sit on his chair comfortably. She realizes that same that, uh, that same night that his arms have moved. They have not moved down, like, due to gravity or anything like that. Moved down to his lap or moved down or anything like that. Instead, they have moved up and they're hovering in the air. Like a mummy. Yeah. Ew. That's what I imagined whenever I read it. They So it's 100% not gravity. They've just, it, it's like he repositioned his arms to kind of, like, they're above they're higher than where she had positioned them so Mm. that's obviously you can't explain that so how do we know charlie didn't like the cabinet because he's only ever like moved and stuff like that when he's been in the cabinet but when she's taken him out he's more content he she thinks the spirit just doesn't want to be like either put away with all the other spirits in the cabinet or he just wants to see what's going on Another thing, another reason that they thought Charlie was not happy about being in the cabinets is that um, one day a few customers were looking at some of the items in the cabinet, saw Charlie, right? Because the owner always positions things every morning 
like it, because things move in the middle of the night, she positions things so that everything is facing customers and whatnot, right? She's very careful about that. So one day, yeah, some customers are looking at the items in the cabinet, closed it, continuing, you know, to look around the shop, and they heard something move inside the cabinet. And they're all looking at each other like, okay, what the fuck was that? They opened it up and Charlie had repositioned himself. Him and his chair were now facing the back of the cabinet. Oh, like he had- Don't look at me. Yes. Yes, exactly. Like I, or like a baby throwing a fit. So since then, she has kept Charlie out and he seems happier. Huh. So yeah, haunted Charlie. He sounds creepier than he actually is. They also, there's also a pair of vintage dolls, like not like big dolls, but like little, like a, um, a little set of like a bride and groom uh-huh. that are, they obviously look older and she keeps those in the cabinet as well. And she makes sure every single morning that the groom has his arm around his bride so that it's very welcoming, you know, that obviously looks like they go together. Multiple times she's opened the cabinet to rearrange some things or she'll hear noises and they're facing away from each other. Ooh. Like they had a little love of spat. Divorce. <laughs> Drama. So it's just... It's not creepy. It's like these things are just interacting yeah. with these objects. It's super That's cool. Funny. Other things that have happened in the shop are, you know, music that plays through the speakers in every single room will randomly, like the volume will go up and down on its own. If they play music that's more modern, like a top 40s like pop, playlist yeah. or something like that, it will stop playing. The yeah. spirits are old school. Girl, me too. I don't like I don't like pop either. Yeah, music these days is not not great. Other there's a couple of other haunted items that she mentions. I by the way, I didn't say this, but I got all of this information. She actually has a book and it's called The Haunted Antique Shop. And so she talks about a bunch of these different objects and whatnot. I didn't go into every single one, but a couple of the other ones that she talks about are um, a mirror that has a little girl attached to it, a cursed ring like lots of other objects so super cool oh wait her book's actually called gently haunted true stories from the haunted antique shop so yeah gently yeah gently gently haunted isn't that so sweet so yeah go look go read her book i think it's i mean it's a it's not like a long long book to read or anything like that it's a it's a great read like maybe 250 pages or something like that so go check her out she has an instagram all that stuff the haunted antique shop Oh, and then one little fun fact that I thought you would like that if we ever were to go to this shop, I feel like both of us would buy. She sells teeny tiny ghosts. Oh, people will literally ask her, is there an object that you can sell me that for sure has something attached to it? And she's like, oh, I don't think you know what you're asking. I don't think you know what you're signing up for. But she does sell these little um, these little like vials, like maybe like a couple inches tall. And she makes, she hand makes each ghost that goes inside and embroiders like a different face on them, like a little ghost face. And it has a tag inside that says teeny tiny ghost. And she gives each of them a name. She never uses the same name twice. And they're always old fashioned names. Cute. And she creates a certificate, an adoption certificate for each one. Like pet rocks. Isn't that adorable? I figured when as soon as she said old fashioned name, I'm thinking Earl Reginald. <laughs> I don't even know how you spell Reginald, but I was thinking Reginald the ghost. 
But yeah, she said Reggie. those. She sells so many of them. I'm like, that 1000% is a souvenir that I would take. So, so cute. That is the haunted antique shop in Deland, Florida. Cute. That I thought was just super light. Definitely our people. Like, I, I feel like it would be super fun to go visit there if we go to yeah. Orlando later this year. So that was my first little story. There is another um, antique shop that I found that has a couple of occurrences as well. It's called Antiques and Uniques. So in 2013, this owner, she had not really believed in the paranormal or anything like that. She like really wasn't open to it or anything like that. When you're more open or you've experienced stuff in the past, I feel like you're going to have more experiences, right? So she came home or she, she came in one day to open up. And found six toys on the floor at the entryway, all in a perfect circle. Ew. Yeah. I'm not crazy about that. And there was also a book open next to it. I don't... She didn't say what the book was. seance much? Right? It's like the toys were doing something. Other staff, you know, they kind of kept experiences to themselves because the owner was a little bit of a skeptic. But after she experienced the toys being in a perfect circle she started asking around the you know have customers said anything have y'all experienced anything come to find out lamps that were unplugged would flicker off and on people have heard footsteps behind them when there's obviously no one there and i feel like most antique shops you can't sneak up behind somebody one customer even felt someone tapping on his shoulder so that's was that's just a different antique shop I found. I, I don't. I didn't write down exactly where it was. She did decide to dig into the building's past a little bit to see if anything went down. She found out it was built in the early 1930s. Okay. Had been many different residences, many different places of business, you know, before her own, and that in those previous businesses things were happening, such as china being perfectly stacked on top of each other on the floor. What the heck? That sounds like a poltergeist. That sounds like something I would do as a ghost. Like, not yeah. breaking anything, not yeah. wreaking havoc, but just being like, oh, look, look what I can do. I'm, doing. <laughs> I'm playing on this person. I'm going to um, neatly stack their china. This was in the article. I don't know how much I believe this. I mean, I'm not going to call anybody out. You know, I just take this with a grain of salt. Supposedly, a pot, like a, a planter, flew off of the wall at one point when it was a restaurant previously and broke a woman's collarbone oh my gosh a collarbone is thick yeah y'all i don't she's broke and you you can listen to her she broke her collarbone yep you've broken your collarbone twice and yeah when i came out the womb when you came out the womb (laughs) because i was giant baby huge and once in kindergarten yeah um, so yeah, I don't know. I feel like a pot flying off the wall, that would have to be a real big pot to... And flying real fast. Yeah. So those are, that was an article, an actual news article that I found that listed a couple of those things. And the last thing I found in that antique shop was a dog. An owner took in their surface animal, had no issues walking around the store until they got to a back corner part of the store. And that dog said, get me the f out of here Ooh. she has not been able to get the dog to go back in the shop ever since wow also the dog's name is rainbow oh <laughs> rainbow knows best rainbow knows best dogs always know when there's something there so that was just a quick little another ha- haunted antique shop that i wanted to mention now we're going to talk about the haunted cabinet 
This is not the cabinet of curiosities that was in that I just talked about at the at the haunted antique shop in Florida. This is something entirely different. This is where we get a little bit darker. Okay. okay. This is in Johnson City. Tennessee. Tennessee, y'all. A couple who loved to collect antiques, such as yourself, found a beautiful wooden cabinet that had hand carvings on it. Super ornate, like real unique looking. They bring it home, super happy, super ecstatic that they had this awesome find. They put it in their bedroom because they figured that's the best way to, you know, hold storage. We're going to put some of our clothes in it. Sandy, I'm going to call them by their actual names because Sandy and James, how Southern does that sound? It's very Southern. Sandy put some decor on some of its shelves, you know, making it super homey. Voila. Minutes after it is in its new home and she has stuffed it with clothes and put, you know, little knickknacks on it. She comes back into the room and every single thing is knocked off. Ew. Yeah. That's not a good sign, y'all. No. My eyes are going to start watering. Like, get this off of me. So she's like, James, <laughs> did you do this? I <laughs> They both kind of just dismiss it because what can you really do in that situation? You're just like, mm, that was weird. Let's go on with our life. Days pass. Nothing else happens. And they're like, okay. One night, Sandy's sleeping upstairs. You know, she's sleeping in the room while James is downstairs watching TV. Typical couple shit. I don't think you understood what I just said. <laughs> Typical couple shit. You understood. The listeners Typ- probably did Typical couple shit. Typical shit. <laughs> Typical couple shit. So he's watching TV. A very aggressive thud comes from underneath the bed and wakes her up. Oh my god. That just does not sound pleasant, y'all. <laughs> underneath the bed underneath the bed so she's like what the hell you know like any normal human would do in like a horror movie she looks under the bed oh uh uh-huh i would never never look under the bed i would never there's nothing under the bed though so don't worry but the second she sits back up oh no (laughs) i don't even want to know you just I just pictured someone like looking under the bed and as soon as their head gets back up there's a person sitting on the bed behind them. Oh my god, That's sitting what I on just the bed. Pictured. Oh no, he wasn't sitting on the bed, but there was a dark figure standing um looking right at her. Naturally, she scrams. And uh James is like, "Yeah, I don't really know." Like, what you're saying doesn't really make sense. Like, he's tries to finding a rational explanation. He's like, you were probably dreaming because we've all been told that by a, you know, a parent at some point. Yeah. You were probably dreaming. It was probably a nightmare. No. So Sandy's not I having it. the difference between when I'm asleep and awake. Seriously. We have talked about lucid dreams. We've talked about sleep yes. paralysis. There is a difference between you everything. You can tell. You can tell. So Sandy's not having it. She's like, okay, James doesn't believe me. How can I get proof? How does one get proof? You set up a video camera. Oh, no. No. Getting paranormal activity up in this bitch. I know people make fun of paranormal activity, but that is something I can never watch. Yeah. Because it's too, just like the ring and everything, it's too close to reality reality Mm -hmm. with what you can see on screens. No, I just can't. Well, she wanted proof and she she wanted her, you know, she wanted James to realize, like, I did not. You're a brave one, Sandy. Yeah. No. I don't think I could ever. That's why we've never had a baby monitor that has um, 
a video on it because Until I just now. <laughs> I just could not. She fully thinks that there is something wrong with the cabinet. She knows it's not their house because nothing had ever happened before. She fully thinks it's the cabinet. So she decides to set up a camera facing the cabinet. So the mm-hmm. camera or the cabinet is next to their bed. So the way the camera is facing, I watched this video by the way. Oh, there's actual footage show, of it. Yeah, you're gonna show me. I will. I'll show you after this. You see the cabinet to the left, and you see just like a corner of the bed. Okay. A few days pass. I they, already don't like this. They haven't captured anything. James is like, "Yeah, I told you so," and Sandy's like, "Wait, bitch, here we go." One morning. Yes, yeah, Sandy. You tell him. One morning morning not nighttime ew morning the audacity (laughs) i put my hand up to my face to like reiterate i'm trying to say it loud without being loud morning y'all we we get it what what am what happened in the morning rachel (laughs) i'm so uncomfortable 10 o'clock to be precise they watch on video as the cabinet doors open on their own Mm mm-hmm A few clothes literally fly out of the cabinet, like, get the shit out of here type of thing. And a dark shadow, like, comes out of the cabinet. (gasps) Super fast, too. It wasn't like a slow mist or anything. It just comes out of the cabinet. I just got chills. Preceded by the curtain behind their bed being pulled back, like somebody's trying to peer out. And then the covers the comforter on the bed being pulled back all of this is in one video it's like a 15 second clip oh my gosh you can find it google it It, it's out there johnson city this happened in johnson city so just it's it's there after watching the video and finally having proof you're like okay james has to see this and think that something's wrong with the cabinet right nope james still is kind of just brushing it off which in my experience, he's just scared. And exactly, want to admit it. That was my next sentence. That typically means the person is Typical terrified man. and does not want to admit it out loud. Yes, such as, you know, our own mother, who did not want to admit a lot of stuff growing up because she was scared. Hi, mom. That's just my opinion, though. You know, I don't know. Maybe he was a true skeptic. Who knows? He would. He did admit to hearing things from time to time. Or he'd see the cabinet door open when he knew it was closed. Sometimes he would hear sounded like somebody was scratching from the inside. But, you know, still kept it casual. It's like, eh, it's probably nothing. Then he becomes obsessed with the cabinet. Sandy said his demeanor started changing. Oh, no, it got him. It got him. Ew. (laughs) It got James. (laughs) It got James. She said he started acting real it's different. Like the, it's like The Shining. Yeah. Yes. Precisely. Good reference. He just, he, he was not James anymore. Aww. She started getting really weird texts, like <gasps> jumbled texts that he clearly wasn't sending. All, all talk and no play makes Johnny a dull boy. A dull boy. <laughs> oh, It man. was, yeah. Um, she claimed, quote, or she claimed that he, the cabinet was making him, quote, evil and was taking away his spirit. Oh. All, is it, I think it's all work and no and play. And no play. Yeah. All work. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't until they finally got rid of the cabinet that things went completely back to normal for them. Oh, I'm glad they got rid of it. Oh, that, yeah. That could have been bad. Yeah. Jumbled texts. That, Ooh. that is, 
I mean, that's the exception to the rule. I feel like not everything you get at an antique shop or yard sale or something like that is going to have something that horrible attached to it. But when it starts affecting your personality. What if someone like killed someone and put them in the cabinet and that's where they died? It wasn't that big of a cabinet. From what you can see in the video, I'll show you and you can make your own inference. But yeah, that's the haunted cabinet in Johnson City, Tennessee, just like four hours away from where we are. It's four hours? Mm Mm-hmm. That's that. And then that made me super curious about just haunted antiques. Can you go on the internet and actually buy a haunted antique purposefully? You wouldn't believe how many dolls are on Etsy. How many, like, letters and pictures, old-timey pictures and stuff that people sell on Etsy that claim that they're haunted. And you can look at reviews. People will literally review an item and say so excited for my doll she started um being active the second i brought her home thank oh you gosh. so much did i tell you about the story of uh, someone on uh, tiktok who couldn't sell their stuff on facebook marketplace no. and so she started lying that the stuff that she was selling was haunted and then oh. immediately it sold people are fascinated yeah. by yeah. that she was like i found the secret to start selling your stuff just claim it's haunted and people Ooh. will want it yikes yeah it's all over etsy there was a chair i saw on etsy i mean i didn't do a deep dive into etsy i was just curious there was a chair that was claimed it was haunted and it was selling for twenty five hundred dollars so and then i also found just to end i found this girl on youtube she has like a tiktok and all that her name's lissy noel i believe like the super pretty blonde super bubbly the exact opposite of somebody that you would think is into creepy stuff And her entire channel is about buying haunted items. And she uses EMF detectors and rods and films herself interacting with these objects. And she, I I watched one of her YouTube videos where she actually, she went to an antique shop and the doll, the tag on the doll said haunted doll. And she said out of all the antique shops she's ever been to, that was the first one that she saw a tag claiming it to be yeah, haunted. Yeah, I've never seen any tags that said anything's no. been haunted. And, and I've been uh, going for years. Yeah, that's that's a pretty strong claim. And I just watched the video where she was using, like, dowsing rods to interact with her and tr- using the EMF reader and everything. And, like, in the middle of the video, the doll has no eyes, by the way. Uh-uh. But in the middle of the video, you see her eyes, like, appear from, like, deep in her skull. Oh, my gosh. And she, yeah. <laughs> though so it's a popular thing haunted items yikes well my weather house seems to be doing well so (laughs) hopefully if there is something attached it's a uh a friendly i don't know the the desk that i just bought i i just got a desk recently on facebook marketplace that i'm flipping um for myself not for profit and (laughs) because everybody flips for profit now and they make things uglier than they were from the beginning yeah i am you lose the character well yeah i'm sanding down all the paint and getting it to the original stain and character but it is old it's a really old desk so how old i don't know but you can you can just tell based on how drawers are like there's no drawer slides which is a big thing because old furniture doesn't have any hardware yeah and it's got like these like uh cabinet door things you can just and you can smell it you can smell the wood and you can smell when things are old so hopefully that's going in my room so hopefully 
has nothing attached to it. Nice. I'm going to try and find this real quick. We I- haven't had anything... We're at we're at our parents' house right now, and I've been working on it in the garage, and there hasn't been anything here happen, so I think it should be okay. I hope for your sake nothing happens. So that was that was a little bit different. I wanted to include lots of different things since it's been a while since I've done done stuff with specific ghosties. So I sprinkled a little bit of a uh. little bit of everything in there with one central theme. So. Let me know. Oh, I'll be on the lookout now if yeah. I see anything that might be haunted. I know you're going to start looking for it. So if anyone has any stories, because it's surprisingly hard to find actual people like telling their stories about Other than bringing... the guy that has all those haunted things that he... he the haunted collector. Yeah, the haunted collector. Yeah. I almost wanted to mention him, but I was like, nah, it's like a series. You can go watch that. But if you have taken anything home from an antique mall or a garage sale or Facebook marketplace and had experiences experiences had anything happen good or bad I would genuinely love to hear about it so please let us know so uh, we hope you have a lovely week spring time Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) it's March guys most of all you gotta stay 